Hello and welcome to the next episode of After the Split, your favorite deep dive interview show going into the lives of speedrunners. I definitely apologize for my inconsistency with episodes, but I appreciate you guys as listeners and for being patient with me most of all. As a reminder, After the Split is found on all your favorite podcast platforms, including video on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Just as a, hey, this would be really cool of you guys, I did give After the Split its own YouTube channel, but that means it lost all of its following already, so if you would like to find that, hit the subscribe button, that would be awesome. Should I meme it, do a little ring-a-ding bell, hit the algo, bell, 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 leave a thumbs up, that'd be great. But without further ado, this week's guest is a personal friend of mine, and arguably the most underrated runner you don't know. He's most notable for running both the original and HD Crash and Spyro games. Let me welcome in Hammerhead Labs. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, gotta sleep in. Gotta have some coffee and breakfast at like 2 p.m. So, <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, doing great. I'm thriving. <laughs> For perspective for the people, it's only like, uh, what, going on 6 p.m. for you now? So Almost it's still the yeah. early day. You yeah. have your coffee, chance for all that? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Now, it is tradition. We, we've done a few games in the past <laughs> ourselves. A little bit of Pokemon Snap, maybe some Twalk, uh, a little bit of Crash Bash. Uh, and we've just sort of picked up this thing where we have maybe a beverage or two. Yeah, so, that's it. That's it. I'm going to act like I didn't already ask you pre-screening this, but how would you feel about maybe just having a little drink before? Oh, wow. Know, help, I'm like already prepared enough. for that. I have it. I just have a drink right here. What what a coincidence. Well, that yeah. vodka for dog people? <laughs> it, it, vodka for dog people. Not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored, I wish. But if they want to, hit me up. Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking maybe a little Ripperoo. Get it? That's a crash Ooh, reference <laughs> for the fans out there. Just to help ease things up. Cheers to you, sir. Cheers. Mm, that tastes like regret. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's you a can... cough from, from my COVID. Oh, right, right. By the way. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, that actually, that is nuts, because especially as things are sort of easing up, it would figure that you're getting COVID this late into things. Yeah, I got a, I had a finals a couple weeks ago and went to a study group with some friends and caught it there. So I was sick through finals Ugh. and they... then starting off my summer in quarantine. So it was. Oh, yeah. Did you still have to like go into a thing for finals or is most of your stuff online? I didn't uh, even think about our... that, the time frame. All of our finals were online. Like we had the choice to go in person, but I was able to take them all from home. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Now you know. College people don't listen to this. Doing the exams <laughs> online. Did did you cheat? Um, I did not. Good answer. I, good I answer. It. This was I a test. I'm the FBI. Yeah. Get. <laughs> I've heard. Of... Also, I'm, I'm I'm too afraid to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's kind of crazy. They actually have like this software stuff that's supposed to detect if you're cheating, which I haven't had to use yet, but people have told me about it. Like it tracks if you're looking on your screen or whatever, watching camera. Yeah. So we do have that. Ooh. Um, and yeah, it, 
it takes your webcam, it watches you, and it takes your mic, listens to you, and my software like locks down your entire computer so you can't access anything else. So really? it cuts off, cuts off the Wi-Fi, cuts off being able to access any programs. I wouldn't want that on my own personal computer. That seems crazy. Yeah, but you know, it's what we have to do. Fair enough. Yeah, true. <laughs> I I didn't have much of a say. <laughs> if you'd like a degree anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess just to give people a little bit of backstory. So Hammy and I, man, how long have we kind of known each other now? I feel like at least a year and a half or so. I I think you started coming into my streams when I was running SRT2. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I think when I game. first started doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think at like the beginning of like 2021. Oh, yeah. All right. So just about yeah and i kind of like the direction that a lot of the things that you've been doing recently have been going like doing the the blindfolded pokemon snap with uh people that was a that was a lot of fun so thanks for inviting me for that oh yeah that was so much fun how did I like that come to be by the way uh because it was like uh, randomly Danny. just hit me one day. It's like, hey, would you want to be my eyes and yell at me where to go and snap? Yeah. So Dan, my friend Danny, uh, Sharks and Sweater on, on Twitch, um, she just DM'd me one day. She's like, hey, I have an idea. And you're like one of the only people that I know have, that has Snap, mm -hmm. the new Pokemon Snap. She's like, hey, I have this idea. Would you want to do this? I'm like, that sounds awesome. How would you like, say it went uh, in execution? Um, I, think, I think it went well. Uh, it was a little chaotic when we were all in like one mm -hmm. big, one big group and all yelling at each other. Um, it might have been a little too much, but I think it was good just having it one round and then just having all the other rounds just kind of in our own teams. Yeah, for sure. I definitely I had sensory overload. Everybody yelling, I was like, I just I can't. Yeah. I physically. Yeah, but I'm surprised we got like any good pictures out of that. <laughs> I was too, actually. Yeah, because up I, down left I, I had right. Some... <laughs> Switch delay and my like previous records. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, uh, <laughs> you, you're, you know, a good gamer, but I don't know about a good photographer. I don't know if you quite got that oak vision. Yeah. Funny enough, I like used to be into photography a little bit. Oh, <laughs> but really? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, 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 I mean, you're great <laughs> photographer. <laughs> I yeah, only feel a little guilty now. <laughs> No, I, I've, that's kind of what I, I used to do that like before COVID with them, but with the pandemic, I kind of put it on the back burner. You know, that actually kind of makes a lot of sense. I've seen like in your background, you've got photography stuff. Like it looks like nice mm -hmm. camera and whatnot, but yeah. I guess I've never thought of it. Yeah. I actually have my nice camera is the one I'm using right now. Oh, I can tell it but shows. I do have like a bunch of, bunch of lenses there in the background. You're putting me to shame on my own show and I uh, don't appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, I actually like had a, a study session with like we did an online study session after we all got sick. <laughs> oh. Um and I turned on my camera and they were like, What the hell? Why why your camera looks so good? <laughs> They're like, you... Oh, you must be a gamer. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. Do you actually explain to people like uh just that you meet through school and whatnot that you stream and whatnot? Uh I've told like a couple people. Um only if I already kind of know they're interested in like Twitch and stuff. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. Also when I'm drunk. <laughs> but there's like a couple of people who have like shown interest and stuff and 
I'm like, oh yeah, like I, you know, speed run these games and and stuff. And whenever I go see them, they'll like ask me like, oh, how how is it going and like my times and. I've uh, I always feel a little weird about like my IRLs knowing about it because mm-hmm. it is it's like a nice escape for sure too. But I think, mm-hmm. as with anyone, you kind of dream that maybe hey, I could grow as like a content creator, streamer, whatever, speedrunner, mm-hmm. and ideally you want more people to have eyes on your stuff. But I think me like at some social event with people I know and then people they know be like, yeah, you know, I, I play this game. And I try to go really fast. <laughs> like, oh, nah, maybe I don't, but it is like a large portion yeah. of my time investment too. So like, I'm, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely a hobby that I am passionate about. So maybe I should try and share it more, but I feel private about it. Yeah. I, I feel weird. Like self promoting myself in real life. <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah. Oh Yeah. I guess not, I didn't even think about maybe from that angle. It's like self-promo. Yeah. But I do the shit out of it online. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do have like some like IRLs that come into my chat, but they're like most people who are like already on Twitch, already some of them stream and stuff already. So it was easy to, you know, talk to them about it. Definitely. Mm. I... All right, I'm going to hit you with the basic rapid fires that I pretty much always start every episode off with and probably no real surprise to you. But so Mm -hmm. the question that always fascinates me and I think a lot of people sometimes are like regret it or it's a good story. So I like to hear it. How did you come up with the name Hammerhead Labs? So back in what, maybe like 2009, I got I got an Xbox 360. It was like my first like you know online console and stuff. So I had to make an account. Mm-hmm. I'd get Xbox Live to you know play with the homies. And I'm super uncreative with names. Oh, that's most a of my most of my like usernames are like literally like first name last name number. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have something that wasn't my first name last name number because. You know, you don't want people knowing your last name. Yeah, yeah. If you could just tell me your first name, last name, and then those wacky numbers that they assign you at birth, that would be cool for the show's purposes. Oh, yeah. And you want my mother's maiden name, too? That'd be cool, yeah. street I grew up on? All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was around that time when... uh, So, The Offspring is, like, my favorite band of all time. Um, It was around the time their new album came out. They had a song on the album called Hammerhead. So, I'm like sick hammerhead that's cool and then i put like the numbers three two two five which is my birthday and my favorite number at the end oh cool kept that um and then my like sophomore year of college i wanted to make a twitch account because i wanted to like start trying out streaming um and i read online that you don't want numbers in your name to like help people like find you better i guess so i thought you know i'm a science major no number gang yeah, hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. I was a science. I was a chem major, and I spent a lot of time in the labs. So I'm like labs, and I just kind of stuck them together. And it's weirdly enough, it it just works. I actually, I kind of dig it. Mm-hmm. I almost regret now. Everybody always misspells my name. I'm like I, I feel like I'm almost too invested at this point to change it. But yeah. also, I'm like I'm so tired of people either leaving out the e in my (laughs) first portion or adding an extra e into the second portion and also to you it looks like i'm just pointing at my pants but 
I have uh, <laughs> nameplates underneath us, so that's why I brought it up. Yeah. When I when I like first met you and everything, I always had if I ever rated you, I just copy pasted your name. I didn't yeah. even bother trying to spell it. That's fair enough. I do the same for a lot of people, especially if there are any numbers, forget about it. Yeah. But who knows? Oh, hey, yeah. maybe one day I'll get uh big and famous and they'll let me just take over the just taffy account. That would be great. Okay. Yeah. I'm if I ever get partner, I want to try to drop the labs and just have hammerhead. Ooh, that would be kind of sweet yeah. actually. Yeah. Have you Oh, sorry, burpees. Have you already <laughs> checked is it taken? It is taken, but mm. I think the account is like dead. That's like always the worst, isn't it? Just yeah. dead accounts. Yeah, I I always check every once in a while to see if it's available, but I think it's only really like a partner thing that they yeah. let you take those. Mm -hmm. It's what I've seen uh people like Gage do. Okay, yeah. Now, if you were starting off in 2022, would you go with the same name, do you think? Uh, I like my name. Um, I just think it's long. We were talking about this earlier. Just, just the name is pretty long, and I, don't know, I just kind of want to shorten it. Yeah, for sure. And I, I like the, I like just Hammerhead. That's what most people call me. I, I feel weird when people call me Hammerhead Labs. If I'm like <laughs> oh, yeah. going into a stream for the first time and they don't know me, and they're like, "Oh, thanks for the follow, Hammerhead Labs," and I'm like, "That sounds kind of weird. Too many syllables." Yeah, <laughs> he's just Ham Ham or Hammy to me yeah. always. <laughs> I will say one of the best creations to come out of uh, you being a hammerhead shark is uh, the bongos emotes that you have. I feel like everybody loves that emote. Yeah, everyone that ones. I talk to, yeah, everyone that I talk to loves the the bongo. Um, that was made by my friend Gem Hunter. Um, oh, really? She's a, yeah, she's an artist, and uh, she's usually lurking in my streams a lot. But but yeah, she made she made that one and my uh, my comfy emote. Which are both very goaded. I mm -hmm. might have to scout. I mean, uh, poach your artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, she's great. Great artist. But yeah, I would definitely love to get into a bit of your origin story. You know, mm -hmm. uh, kind of the how did you get to be a speedrunner and exactly what it is you do? Because I mean, you're you're pretty public with just in general where you are in life and i think that's something that's very comfy very personable so how old are you where are you from where do you live now stuff like yeah, that so um i i am 26 year old 26 years old um i know my profile says i'm 24 what's um, it like being because, an old gamer uh cries in 27 yeah <laughs> <laughs> my back hurts my knees hurt <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to be that real. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's younger than me. I get called a boomer a lot. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I grew up in Southern California. Um, and I did my undergrad in San Diego. And that's kind of where I like learned about uh, Twitch back in like 2017. Um, I watched a lot of like Achievement Hunter. Um, I don't know if you know them on like YouTube and stuff, but. I like, watched uh, a lot of the them. Rooster Teeth guys, yeah. Yeah, the Rooster Teeth guys. And one of the guys, uh, Brown Man, uh, he goes by Ray now. That almost he sounds left... racial. I don't know if you can say that on this show. <laughs> it's okay, I'm brown. I oh, say okay, that. fair, fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he left to go to Twitch. I'm like, oh, let me go check him out on Twitch. He, I check out his stream. The, I think the first stream I went to, he raided this guy called I Eat Your Pie, and he was speedrunning Galaxy. 
And that's kind of where I got like introduced to speedrunning is like watching him and I like stay up watching him do the eight hour, eight hour galaxy 120 runs. I'm like, oh my God, this is sick. Playing games fast. And that, that year, or it was like at the end of that year, I tried out like Super Mario Odyssey, like any percent. Which is a very cool game. It is cool. Any percent is uh, not that fun for me. <laughs> Just, you know, all motion controls. Yeah. I, I, uh, controls and everything, but. I also looked into potentially doing Odyssey, but shaking yeah. my remote for an hour and a half doesn't seem wonderful. Yeah. So I probably did that for, you know, like a couple months, but I wasn't streaming at all. I just did it offline and offline runs get kind of boring if you don't have a chat. Yeah. Like nothing against people who do like offline runs and everything, but just wasn't for me. I got bored pretty easily. Well, it's always kind of Uh, that funny thing. And I feel like where most people kind of start off is, well, one, you just, you need a place to record your runs because you record anything more than like 360p. It takes up a lot of hard drive space. And because I think it's not natural, right? To just start off as speedrunner and anything mm-hmm. like that because i mean some people maybe desire that oh i want to be a streamer but i don't think they start off speed running whereas most speed runners are just like i just want to do runs i'm a gamer more than anything uh-huh. so to to start off actually just local recording and then later pick up twitch uh, i think it probably gives a lot more respect for the hobby as a whole oh yeah yeah and i think like my best time i got it was like a 127 um which isn't horrible but it, you know it's not the best, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I kind of took a break from that. And then I started streaming uh, in like early 2018, I think. But I just did like some casual stuff, not, not speed running. And then I took a break from that. And then sometime, I think in like 2019, I like streamed a little bit. I streamed a little Destiny 2. And then I did a single Crash 1 NST run. Any hey. Never uh kind of stopped doing that <laughs> like i don't blame you stream for a couple years uh and then with the pandemic and everything i started streaming again because i had a couple friends who started streaming and you know i started off with the amogus oh did you really <laughs> i did oh i, I had no like idea my first couple streams in with like uh October. with randos or with friends with friends that's good i mean way better yeah so i think that was kind of like october 2020 um, but I still had that interest for speedrunning. So I did like a single SRT 120 run. Um, and the cool thing about that was that it was my first run ever, you know, never really had like an audience on Twitch outside of my friends. But a lot of people from the SRT community came in. And for the people that don't know, because I, I always like to assume that maybe this oh, person hasn't heard of you. What is uh, mm-hmm. SRT? Uh, it's a Spyro Reignited Trilogy. It's the uh, remake for... The first three Spyro games uh, came out 2019? I think Sounds 2019. about right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did Spyro 1, uh, 120%. Um, but yeah, a bunch of people from, from the Spyro community came in and was like cheering me on and like hyping me up and everything. And I probably would not have kept up with it if they had not come in. Oh, definitely. I mean, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like I joined the discord, got to know a lot of them, but yeah, it was really, uh, really cool to just be like, you know, randomly streaming and just a whole mm-hmm. bunch of new people come in and hyping you up. So 
So you've just putting the storyline together as well. You, you finish your undergrad San Diego and I, I almost feel weird asking these questions and I'm almost leading because I already know these answers, but I'm like, Hey, (laughs) it's a good story for sure. So where are you living now and what are you doing with your life? Um, so I am in pharmacy school right now. Uh, I just finished up my second year. I'm in uh, Austin, Texas right now. Uh, I am going to be moving. So, uh, for my second two years, because that's the way the program works, um, just for like my rotations and everything are going to be in a different city. Um, but yeah, uh, just getting my doctorate in pharmacy. So that takes up a lot, a yeah, lot of my I mean, time. A doctorate in anything. So especially some yeah. actually in the medical field is yeah. a lot. <laughs> But yeah, I have uh, two more years. Um, my next year is going to be still classes and like a few rotations. And then my entire fourth year is just going to be pure rotations. It's going to be like, you know, 40 hours a week. 40 hours a week plus because you need to do more than that. So you've got the behind the scenes. Who, who do we blame for the opiate crisis? Is it, is it the pharmacists <laughs> or the doctors? Is it you personally? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a mixture of both. Oh, um, good. <laughs> doctors over prescribing and pharmacists uh actually billing but there's been like a lot of there's been a lot of work done to minimize to to start minimizing it so. i'm actually i'm definitely joking i think uh definitely people have some part of their brain that is addictive and imagine if we didn't have things i mean go back yeah. 300 years it'd be a little rough mm-hmm what, uh, what made you want to be a pharmacist? I feel like that's not everyone's dream job, you know? Um, I, I know it's going to sound weird, but I've always liked chemistry. A lot of people I talked to hated chemistry. It was like their least favorite subject in school. It's like su- super, it is super hard, but I always found it like super, super interesting. I skipped a uh, lot of my high school chemistry. That is me. <laughs> I am people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just think it's interesting how, you know, you just like there's so many things that are like similar in like chemical structure, but just like completely mm-hmm. different in like the way we see it. So why not like, just breaking bad, go make some, some blue meth. Make millions. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've always been interested in the medical field too. Cause my dad, he's a cardiovascular tech. Oh, okay. Uh, so what, what he does is basically he assists the doctor in surgery for people with like heart attacks, strokes, stuff like that. Um, and I've gotten to like actually go into the hospital and see him in cases where they do it. Did, uh, um, does medical stuff like that, like actually being with patients, like is that something that interests you at all? I feel um, like yeah, a pharmacist is kind of more hands off, right? Pharmacist is a little more hands off, um, except for like, you know, like the retail setting, which I don't want to do. I worked as a pharmacy tech for two years and working with the general public, you know, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Um, but I want to go into like hospital pharmacy, um, and I kind of want to specialize in either like oncology or pediatrics, Oh, um, which is, uh, kids and cancer. Two very depressing uh, things. Wonderful. Sick kids yeah. and cancer patients. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's kind of, uh, the motivation I kind of got for that is I had a neighbor growing up who I was probably around like 10 years old. And a neighbor who got diagnosed with leukemia at five years old. At five? Oh. Yeah. So I watched pretty much the entire process of that. And being like a 10, 11 year old at the time, like you can't do much. 
just kind of got to show up and, you know, hang out with them. And that's all you can really do. Yeah. Is just support him. But, you know, now I can actually go and actually make a difference. You know? It's a, it's always one of those crazy things. It's, I mean, it happens every day to people. And I guess if it's not directly in your circle, you kind of don't think about the atrocities Mm -hmm. of the world for sure. It was only a couple weeks ago. I was over at my uncle's and their, their neighbor, actually, they had like a nine year old kid or something. And he's had complications for sure with his heart. Mm -hmm. And then one day is just like, oh, they're going for some, uh, stint or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, something uh, is wrong here. And I just couldn't imagine the reality. They're like, we need to do the surgery or he's not going to be there. And also it's got a, I think it was like a 40% mortality rate or something. Like, God, can you mm-hmm. imagine just one day you wake up? And it's like, hey, there's a 60% chance you'll be awake tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Anything and, medical like that. I just can't do it because of stuff like that. I feel like the, the mentality is just... Ugh. Ooh, not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, kind of, you know, a little depressing note, but like, oh um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, when I uh, when I worked in the pharmacy, it's weird and just like you, um, I you know talk to patients and stuff, and I go home, and the next day, and they're not there anymore. And you've already experienced that, even just as a student. Uh, not like as a student, but like when I was working as a tech, just. I, uh, oh. you know, a couple patients, it was one, like, uh, one guy who he had like, he had a bunch of like medical issues, but he was like this nicest guy. He was like, I think a couple years older than me. Um, and then I just go into work one day and my pharmacist is like, Hey, this person passed away. It's just like, dang. Yeah. And you know, it's hard. Um, you definitely going into the medical field, you do have to get used to it because, a normal part of it it happens but it doesn't really get any easier for sure mm-hmm. this is maybe a little too stretching yeah. and so sorry <laughs> if you're like hey I, I i don't know that's okay but do yeah. you think i guess being surrounded by stuff like that it kind of gives you a i'll say different perspective on what you want to accomplish like your own personal goals and stuff like that um it does it it like you know makes you realize like how like fragile you can be and mm-hmm. um just anything can change any day um so it does make me you know kind of want to go out and do more of the things that i want to do and not not like worry about what other people think of it like you know playing games on the internet <laughs> it's kind of going for it and just you know it's something i find fun so like might as well do it yeah, and I think that's in general how I, I like that concept anyway. Is that mm-hmm. hey, life's this crazy thing, and you just try and enjoy the ride. Yeah. But so, how long do you have left force uh, pharmacy school? By the way, I have two more years. Oh dang! Okay, getting close. Yeah, you know, so for the I'm long haul done anyway. Yeah, and then I'm gonna hopefully get into like a residency residency programs afterwards. And that could be up uh, up to two years. Now, for anybody that doesn't know, what is the difference between a actual like pharmacist or a pharmacy tech? Because I know uh, you got beef with Walgreens. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so pharmacy techs, uh, they're kind of 
I, I don't want to say they do like the busy work, but they are just kind of like, they're like the backbone of the pharmacy. Um, so, you know, a lot of respect for techs. They do a lot of the, uh, they take in the prescriptions, they deal with insurance, they fill the prescriptions and they deal with like the, the register and everything while the pharmacist is doing all like the clinical stuff is making sure like, Hey, uh, are these drugs interacting? Uh, should you be taking this dose? Is this appropriate for what you're doing? And so they do like a lot of the thinking and if they see something wrong, they have to do something about it. Either like, you know, contact the doctor because like people get like different prescriptions for different doctors. If you go to different specialties and sometimes the doctors don't communicate with each other. So they both prescribe something that the two drugs interact with each other. And it's like, Hey, you can't do this or else it'll be very, very bad for the patient. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad somebody's <laughs> thinking about that sort of thing. Yeah. And that's kind of how it goes in like the retail setting and hospitals. Um, it's kind of the same thing, except um, you're more dealing with uh, people in, you know, people in the hospital. So it's more, you have like IVs and stuff. So you have to make sure like those are calculated correctly and like the doses are correct in that because those people are in hospitals are usually like more acutely sick, which is like short term. Yeah. Like stuff and not like a chronic thing. So you have to be, you, you have to be a very like, uh, detail oriented as a pharmacist to make sure and do not be afraid to call people out oh. because a lot of a lot of doc a lot of like you know doctors and nurses they don't uh take a lot of like pharma like pharmacy classes mm -hmm. um they know just kind of what the drugs are and what they're for but they don't fully understand the like the interactions and side effects and stuff which is you know nothing wrong with that because they specialize in what they what they do which is a lot of like diagnosing and treating and stuff like that which you know we don't do a lot of so and that's one of the things that we're trying to um move forward to is uh working together as a team to where we can all capitalize on our specialties um to where um we do what's best for the patient and less harm and communicate effectively um and we do that with, you know, all like the doctors, nurses, social work, dentists, like all, all the medical field. Yeah, for sure. Because, um, I mean, everybody needs it now. And I mean, that's the beauty of progress yeah. in human medicine. It's, hey, we're keeping people alive longer and less painfully. Yeah, yeah because uh, communication errors are like one of like the biggest causes of death in hospitals. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Ultimately, I mean, especially, I've never understood this. Why is it that almost every like RN, every doctor, they're working like crazy long hours and they actually are just expected to sleep in a hospital? I know like with, uh, I always called them babies, but pilots, man, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm on my, my 48 hours of rest because I was uh, working for 10 hours. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I work 12 hours. <laughs> I go to sleep for six. I'm expected to work 12 more. This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like I don't, when you're in something that has such a high risk, like inherently, it should just be okay. Yeah. Hire more doctors. <laughs> don't make them work thirty hours a every day. Yeah, I don't know why the culture is like that, but it's just kind of how it is with, mm -hmm. with doctors. And so I, I'm the point was anyway is that I could see how anybody would make mistakes because you're going to be tired, you're going to be frustrated. It's going to be just another day at the office. But when mm -hmm. I go to a doctor, I'm like, hey, this is my life here. 
and yeah. everybody <laughs> has that same perspective is this is your life but to, i mean you're probably just a number after a doctor's been doing something for 10 plus years yeah yeah it, it's it's crazy because like um there are you know a lot of doctors are just tired doctors and nurses mm-hmm. especially with the pandemic and everything and with like staff shortages oh yeah i've heard a lot about that i've got a, a yeah. friend who does uh like recruiting for uh nurses and stuff and she's saying yeah that's it's been crazy i mean good mm-hmm. good industry to get into now if you want to be a traveling nurse or something like that yeah, yeah but but it's been crazy and hopefully things go well for you for sure uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were disclosing, but do you know where you want to move? Because you said you were leaving Austin, which I feel like a lot of people like Austin. Um, so the way my program works is that uh, basically you do your you do it's a four year program. You do like three years of classes and then one year of just rotations, which we do uh, seven or eight, um, depending on if you want to take one uh, block off. Um, six week rotations, mm-hmm. which are you just go to different facilities and you pretty much work there for for free. Uh, well, you're actually paying the school to work there. That doesn't uh, sound there. criminal. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you just do that for six weeks and you move on to the next one. Um, we have four mandatory ones, which are the hospital, uh, community pharmacy, which is like a Rite Aid, Walgreens, stuff like that. Um, we do, uh, what's called ambulatory care, which is like long-term care facilities. Um, and then we do one more. I can't remember what the other required one is. And then we get elective ones where we get to choose where we want to go for six weeks. Ooh. So if we want to try, yeah, if we want to try something out, um, to see if we like it for six weeks, um, and it just helps us like, you know, choose kind of what career we yeah. want to go down in the future. So, and there's actually a lot of pharmacy opportunities uh, now compared to, you know, back then, um, you could have, I know there's like some, you could do like in makeup, like the pharmacy and makeup, you can do veterinary, you can do pharmacy law. There's a whole bunch of different things you go into now. You're saying these words and I know them individually, but I'm trying to imagine what someone's day to day is like when you're saying like a, uh, um, makeup pharmacist and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know exactly what they yeah. do. <laughs> And I can only imagine how limitless the combinations of things are too, because ultimately there's a product for everybody. And if you can sell it, then even better. So yeah. it's going to provide jobs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are just kind of some of the things that we can get into. And there's like a lot of, you know, when a lot of people think of pharmacists, they think of someone behind the counter putting pills in a bottle. Exactly. But there's like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more, a lot more that pharmacists do, which, um, which is getting more, um, well-known about uh, what we do. Because, um, like, a lot of people don't know that most pharmacists now, like, it, it requires a doctorate. So they're doctors. I'll be honest, I didn't until I knew you. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. the the 18-year-old that works at Wal- or CVS? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Pharmacists. Well, the, the, yeah, the techs are... The techs you just need, like, exactly. high school degree. But you do need to go, like, you do need to go take classes, certification exams to get a license to be able to like touch the medication and stuff. Oh, uh, and that's the whole process. And, um, some parts are easy when like, you, the hardest part for me, cause I had to go through like the whole like testing thing 
is memorizing like the top 200 drugs and like the brand and generics for them. Yikes. Which, I, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to imagine like that's a, that's a lot. But I yeah. tell you, you're a bit of a baby Einstein then. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm horrible at memorizing things. I'm definitely a hands-on learner. So I didn't really learn them for the test, but being <laughs> in the pharmacy for two years, you definitely get used to a lot of them because people use them interchangeably. The brand and generic names. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because I feel like that, that's almost anything. Once you're the, the top dog, like a Band-Aid yeah. is a Band-Aid. Yeah. Something like that. The, the bigger brands are going to take over the namesake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if the medication has been around for like a long, long time, um, usually people know the generics like amoxicillin is a generic mm -hmm. no one uses the brand name which is amoxil oh yeah no see i would have figured the uh the brand name was amoxicillin if you said something like that yeah what about penicillin is that a brand name or is that the no that's that's a generic name oh yeah. okay okay yeah i actually don't know what the brand name is i probably should know that but like no one uses it anymore because yeah. it's a like 80 year drug 80 year old drug now I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh wait. Like, uh, is that that? I'm gonna look real ignorant if I'm wrong here. But is that just epipens? Is that uh, epinephrine? Is that like the replacement? Uh, no. Epinephrine Completely is different. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a uh, doctor. I'll pre I'll prescribe people too. Yeah. Ep epinephrine is not an antibiotic. <laughs> this is why you want people to go to school, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also I swear this is speedrun podcast, but this interests me. So shut up, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, are you ever worried that like? Yeah, it's now it's now robots? medical podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is the after the pills. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll we'll work on the title. Yeah, do you ever worry that like auto dispensing robots could potentially overtake the pharmacy market? Um, there's some aspects where it could. But there's a lot of like decision making that needs to be done that robots mm -hmm. can't do, and a lot of it is because like there are some, you know, medications that do like like I said, there's a lot of medications that do interact, um, but there's some that are like minor, yeah. That we can be like, okay, like this this will be good, but if something bad happens, we'll need to do it. Uh, there's some where it's like we need to like you know check their labs, make sure uh, nothing like their potassium isn't spiking. Um, oh, that if it does, then we need to change it. But if it doesn't, then still need to monitor them, but they could be on it. And then, so there's a lot of decision making in the, in pharmacy. That's a good insurance then for sure. Yeah. And it sounds like you've got kind of, I mean, especially with the having to move and stuff like that already, which I feel mm -hmm. like you just moved into the place you're at now, which is making me feel aged for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to have to kind of put aside your hobbies and stuff for your education? Um, my hobby, like, you know, streaming and everything, that's definitely like back burner stuff mm -hmm. for me. Like school is obviously first priority for me. Um, Which but is I do smart, feel like I, long, yeah, long term wise. Yeah, I do feel like I have like, you know, the free time to like, you got to have free time. Mm -hmm. You can't just be in the books 24 seven. Uh, eat, sleep, study, go to class. You can't do that. It's it'll you'll burn yourself out. Which oh yeah, I I have my hobbies and I still burn out. 
And, but you definitely need the time to step back, do something that you like doing. Um, because you know, you're not, it's, it's just not fun <laughs> and you're going to, you're going to benefit more by taking the time for, you know, self-care and like our school, um, they definitely like teach us about, you know, self-care and, you know, taking breaks and stuff. Um, that's good. I feel like yeah. you don't hear that often. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our school is very, uh, I guess progressive in a way, uh, even for, you know, being in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I guess you're in the, the only progressive part of Texas. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, our school definitely, it prioritizes like, you know, making sure we're doing well, prioritizing mental health, self-care, and, uh, just, you know, making sure that we don't burn out. We're like we have presentations on burnout and what we can do to prevent it. Oh, um, that's awesome. I remember, yeah, I remember at the end of the semester, we were pretty much done with like, uh, our lab class. Mm-hmm. Um, and like our, like pharmacy practice labs, it's, um, it's structured in a way to where we learn like the hands-on skills. Like we learn how to take, you know, blood pressure. We learn how to do like tests. Um, we had one segment where we learned how to like do like, uh, like splints if we only had like, we like it was like kind of like athletic trainer stuff. Like yeah, if someone yeah. like jams a finger, how to like splint it up to like protect it before they go to like the doctor. So, if, so um, you're the homie I call when I have a minor yeah. <laughs> thing that's like, oh, this hurts, this sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we finished up that, but we still had like one week left, and they're like required for us to come in, just because like the hours and like the curriculum, like they require you to come in. Yeah. Um, but they decided to do like a scavenger hunt around campus, which was, did you, did like you a, win? Uh, that's the important thing place. here. Oh, uh, second. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Sorry. Maybe I need another guest. Can you get me the winner? <laughs> yeah. Let me call him up right now. Uh, this is, this is a weird thing, but so I started up, uh, college last year in the fall. <laughs> Finally. It's only my undergrad. I'm a little late to the party, but is what it is. I'm here now. And they have for like the, the young children, the, the books, they have them take like a, I don't even know what it is. It's like an advising class, but it's pretty much like, Hey, here's how you be an adult and just kind of function, not living with your parents and stuff, which I'm glad I didn't take, but there's some aspects where I'm like, that actually sounds kind of fun. That some like that, where they have them do like a scavenger hunt and, Pretty much just like social building exercises stuff like that mm -hmm. I'm like that sounds kind of cool and i've never heard of people ha doing stuff like that i mean back when all my friends went to school is like yeah you just have a lot of homework every week your life sucks and you're poor yeah so uh, to see the change is nice yeah that's how it was for me and i i didn't take any classes on like how to be productive in society <laughs> 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 um but I think in like, it'd be good in college because if it was in high school, I wouldn't have paid attention to it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair too, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. if you're finally getting in some sort of independence and someone wants to tell you how to live your life, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. No, thanks. Yeah. I still have no idea how to do my taxes <laughs> and I'm 26. <laughs> some that I've, uh, I found just strange, interesting. I don't know the, the way to put it, but in something like a medical field, something like what you're doing, 
if you don't mm-hmm. finish it, I feel like it doesn't have that much value. And right now, I was thinking about today because I'm just in the most boring lectures of all time. Hi, dog. Mm-hmm. How are you? Yeah. Hi. Dog. Hi, Shinji. All right. Come on up. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I'm no longer the star of the show. So they have, much like you were talking about, how you're like pretty much made to work at, on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they force you to do co-ops, which is, I mean, essentially just jobs. And being in an IT field, they actually pay decently because I think nobody would do it unless you were getting paid. Uh-huh. And after you have a couple of them down, all these, uh, you know, the everybody that's a student has work experience. They've already mm-hmm. started, you know, most school. They probably have certificates. And if you don't want to finish your degree, it's probably not smart, but you could theoretically find a job, an entry level, or even at that, a mid-level IT position mm-hmm. without even finishing your degree. But some like yeah. in medical fields, like if you don't finish, what do you have? You have credits. You don't have a degree though. And it's like, yeah. it's almost wasted. Yeah. And because is, do a lot of people kind of drop and stuff? Cause I feel like, any medical field has got to be super competitive, very difficult, and the dropout rate's got to be insane, right? Yeah, I, I think it you know depends on the school, like not bashing any schools or anything, but um, some have, like I think my school has like a 95% like graduation rate. Oh, that's um, actually, that's really good. Way more yeah. than I thought. Yeah, so like my class came in with like 108 students. And I think we're like at just over a hundred right now. So, um, but you know, it is like with like the medical field, a lot of stuff in the medical field, you like need the degree for, or else Mm -hmm. you're just like, you can't get uh, certified or you just can't get the job at all. Like no, no amount of work experience. Yeah. will make you qualified for that unless you have the degree. So like if I were to like drop out now, I like the highest I can go is a tech, which techs don't get paid very well. Um, they don't really use like any uh, clinical experience. Um, I would have, I would not be able to pay off my loans uh, as a tech. <laughs> which it definitely seems like a wasted potential for you too. So yeah. thank goodness because yeah. somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Now, have you ever felt like that burnout with running and streaming? See, we wrapped around and I can do it. <laughs> um, I get it every once in a while. Um, it usually coincides with like my like schooling if I'm feeling burnt out from school um, and I'm just tired. Then I kind of it kind of pushes it towards like streaming as well to where I get tired of that too. Even mm-hmm. though I kind of use that as like a little escape, um, but. I feel that I I jump around like categories a lot in speedrunning, which is probably a healthier like, way to do things. And yeah, also I'm like uh, very bad at making decisions. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you having for dinner tonight? Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll decide later. Um, I'll decide when I open up my fridge later. Um, but yeah. I I never like can decide like what I want to run or if there's anything I want to stick with and like I was actually talking to uh, well I showed up in Boris's stream the other day and he says like um, there's like a lot of speedruns that are known for like a game yeah but like me like I there's not really a game that I'm like 
grinding like super, super hard or like playing all the time uh, because I, I just jump around a lot. Do you, which, do you view that negatively or positively? Um, it's kind of a kind of a mix, I think. I, I think it is more fun to jump around. Um, but I feel that if I like played the same game over and over again, I'd get tired of the game. Yeah, yeah, for Not sure. Not do it anymore. Yeah. I've, uh... I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, because, like, I'm not, like, I do it mainly for fun. Like, I, I don't have, like, the time to, like, grind out, like, any, like, records or anything. So, and I use it as, like, a hobby. And so it's just, just kind of a fun thing for me. And if I'm not having fun with it, why, why do it? <laughs> so. That is a very rational and, you know, theoretically mm -hmm. right thing to say but uh -huh. man is it so easy to get caught up in the i mean just nitty-gritty of it all it's like oh yeah. well you know analytics are doing well on this or i feel like i can get good at this and you see so many uh -huh. people just grind 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 even though it looks like your personal health is just like deteriorating yeah and that's why i try i try not to compare myself to other people mm -hmm. it is inevitable to compare yourself oh yeah uh, it's almost impossible not to yeah um, but I try to, you know, look at my own journey rather than mm -hmm. how I'm comparing to other people. Um, and you know what? I, you know, I, I, I'm happy when I see green. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are my pace pals at? Me too. Yeah. Let's go. Average splits. <laughs> oh, average splits. So nice. Yeah. Live my life by the average splits. Yeah, I've actually um, uh, have been running against balanced splits lately. That seems like a nice thing. I didn't know live split did that until yeah. very recently. Yeah, and because like I I didn't know about it until uh, it was Squimmy who got a PB in seventy star, but his splits had like just a godly like first like forty minutes, mm -hmm. like his best pace ever, and he's like, no way I'm running against this. I'm going to balance splits. I'm like, what is that? Nani? I go on live split. Yeah. <laughs> I go on live split and I just check the comparison. And there's a thing for balance splits. And it's been like super nice because um, it's not like your time save is all condensed into like one or two splits. Where yeah. you maybe lost like a minute or two or stuff like that. But it spreads out over the whole run. You're not running against any goals. Um, so it's, it's nice for the... Uh, for the, I guess for the mental too, because like not running against golds is like really nice. Because, oh, for sure. Yeah, you don't have to feel like you have to do the best you've ever done to save time. <laughs> Last night, actually, this was almost insane, but it was such a relief on my mental. I was watching you, coincidentally enough. I'm doing an offline run I, because this weekend I'm doing Hollow Knight All Skills for the Speed Docs charity event uh, for launch party is the name of the event. So I think this is probably coming out on Saturday. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going through it and I'm like, I haven't compared against PB yet. Cause I've just been doing blank splits mm -hmm. and cause I need to actually play the game if I'm going to marathon it, whatever. And that yeah. game's weirdly different in that you say reset list. I'm going to do a reset list run, but it has so many like save points set up and stuff that if you actually die, it just, I mean, you can't finish the run or it's like mm -hmm. several, several minutes and it's not worth your time. 
But anyway, anyway, point is, I compared against PB, and it's just gradually adding up. It gets to be about plus three, mm-hmm. and then somehow I wind up only plus nine seconds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I had three minutes of time save in this yeah. one boss <laughs> section. Uh-huh. And then later on, it gets to be plus uh, like almost two minutes again. Like, oh, well, okay, so I'm still not good. But then it gets to be minus five seconds. <laughs> I get to the final boss and I throw again. So it's like a full roller coaster of up, down, yeah. up, down. I'm like, my PB shit, which means uh, yeah. I feel greatly inspired by that, though. So, like, balanced splits helps you with knowing, like, I can consistently just have, like, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. And that seems kind of nice. I, I like to call that phenomenon the uh, Christmas splits because it just goes hey, red, green, red, green, yeah. red, green. <laughs> I have the... Uh, Instead of just a gold, like I have the rainbow splits too. So yeah. it's a it's a real Christmas tree on my splits yeah. yesterday. Is <laughs> it blew my mind so much? I I took a screenshot, put it in Discord. And I've got like a bunch of golds, bunch of red, a lot of red, and then some green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember I was doing a Spyro two run one day, and I was comparing it to averages because I think I had like a bad first couple splits, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to finish a run, or I was like resetting a lot. I just want to finish a run, so I switched it to averages, and I'm doing a run. And all of a sudden, I, I think I like finished Metropolis, and I'm like five minutes ahead of my averages. I'm like, I wonder how this compares to PB. I'm like three minutes ahead of my PB. I'm like, <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> On average, you play the game better than your personal best. Hey, <laughs> that's something. <laughs> yeah. I actually I had to do that for uh, Hollow Knight's any percent because uh, I just kept resetting in the early game, so my mm-hmm. average got to be way better than my PB. I'm like, fuck. This yeah. is not how that's supposed to go. I want the, I want the serotonin. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. And then you compare against four segments. Oh, I've never actually done that. I feel like I should, but that just feels like pity. I don't know. Put it down. I, I do me. that when I be resting. Ah, that's like my fair. First that's run fair. Back, I do worse segments just to look at green and big numbers. <laughs> Even though I know that like my PB is like I'm way behind PB, but it's just a nice little. Nice Actually, boosting. as someone, because you and I both, uh, well, we have a lot of similarities for sure in what we run, but mm-hmm. we both jump around and we play a multitude of games. Have you found it harder to, and I've only just realized this recently, but pick up new games and try and run it poorly? Because, <laughs> you know, your first run is always going to be bad, but I mm-hmm. found like I want to put in so much more prep work when I'm doing my first run versus when I did my first crash two run, I didn't do any research. I just press new game and let the timer run. That's how I do all of my first runs. Oh really? See, that's yeah. smart. I only um, just I, realized it recently. I'm like, Oh, I have not done that in ever since two. Yeah. I do that for pretty much all my new runs. Cause I just kind of want to see if I like the run first and like, like the game, I, I do maybe like a little bit to le- learn some of the speed tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do it. I don't care how long it takes me. Like my first Crash 3 105 took me over eight hours to do. <laughs> I did that blind. For perspective, what is a world record? World record, I think, is, I think it's a 150. Guesstimate. Yeah, about yeah. two hours. Yeah, it, it's sub two hours. Yeah, it took me eight hours because I spent over an hour in... Uh, the Tomb Raider <laughs> relic. I was there. I remember yeah. the descent into madness that yeah. was going on. I saw all the stages of grief happen in one level. It was insane. Yeah. Um, 
But I think before that, I only learned how to neutral slide jump, which is the uh, main speed tech for, for that game, which is basically you slide, you let go of forward, and you jump, and it keeps your slide momentum throughout the jump. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. So I did that pretty much blind. It took me eight hours. And then I actually like practiced a little bit. And then I think I cut like two hours off my next run. And I cut like another hour and a half off my next run. Hey. <laughs> so, There's so those seeing, big green numbers. Yeah, seeing big green numbers is always fun. So I always like to do the blind run and then learn the game. That's and then, and then do more runs. You know what? I might steal that because I've kinda I've been looking at maybe picking up Sunshine. Ooh. But that is it's definitely it's a hard game. So I'm like I kind of want to learn it, but I feel yeah. like just playing the game kind of gives me a greater appreciation for it too. Yeah. I think Sunshine is like, it's, it's probably like my least favorite casual <gasps> Mario game. How dare you? But I think it has the sickest movement for like speed runs. F Nintendo, but the GameCube era was goaded. Yeah. Best games. Yeah. But it, it is really fun to watch at like the high level. I think like any of the Mario games are like really fun to watch at the high levels. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Now, clearly we're both big fans of 3D platformers. I was kind of mm -hmm. wondering tomorrow, are you picking up Cow the Kangaroo? Or KO, sorry, Aussies? I I was I was thinking about it. It seems interesting, um, but also like money. Hey. <laughs> it's weird uh, to me. It doesn't have a price tag on Steam yet. Oh, so I'm like, not? if it's 60, I might wait because any single player game ever is going to be on sale in like two months. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I really like the idea of maybe getting there on the first day and being part of the people that find speed tech and stuff like that. Because yeah. the demo was busted. Me and oh, Clock and I broke that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so did all the other KO runners and their Discord and mm -hmm. stuff like that. We We adopted off of that, but like, it's such a broken game, and it runs Unreal, much like the uh, Crash and Spyro HD games, which okay. those are masterpieces, so you can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, no bugs in those Not a all. single one. Thanks, yeah. Bob. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never, I've never played a, a, a cow game before. I didn't either. I, so, I tried I, to I play two, see. actually, because it's like a dollar on Steam, and all the uh, Reignited boys were blind running it. Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i want to and just my controller would not work no matter what so i'm like okay uh, guess it's not for me <laughs> yeah but it seems I, like I, a knockoff of ty the tasmanian tiger or whatever I, I didn't either I but i've seen yeah. it mm -hmm. uh, i feel like i missed out like on a lot of good games growing up it's got swim and air so it might be up your oh, alley okay. hey. yeah <laughs> the staple of spyro 2 and 3 uh-huh mm-hmm uh oh sh i'm a really good host uh so <laughs> what games is it right now that uh you are like actively running because again you've got quite a few but yeah mainly right now spyro two and three um because i'm prepping because uh this weekend uh you said this is coming out saturday right i think so yep all right not not to take away from you know the speed docs but i am hosting they can coexist yeah, mm -hmm. a fifteen forty-five relay with a bunch of members of Team Voyage, um, which is the stream team that Gaffy and I are both on. Um, and you segue I'm be better running... for me than I do. Thank you. <laughs> um, which is uh, I'm going to be running Spyro two and three, 
Um, so I've been kind of de-resting for that. I'm doing the actual 1545 in July. I'm running Spyro 2 for that. What's a 1545? A 1545 is a, uh, it's a relay. It's done annually on the MCSN Twitch channel, uh, which is Multi-Community Speedrun Network. I think, I think it's Sounds what it Sounds right for. to me. Um, but it consists of the Mario 602, which is uh, 64, 120 stars. Sunshine 120 stars, Galaxy 120, Galaxy 2, 242 stars. It has Donkey Kong 64, 101%, a Banjo uh, Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, 100%, and then the Spyro and Crash trilogies uh, to their max condition. And this is the and original games, right? The original games, yes. And it's all done as a relay with uh, multiple runners. Um, you can do it solo if you are nuts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, was so far one person has done? Um, I know Claire has done it, and I know Derek has done it, but his wasn't leaderboard legal because I think like Donkey Kong 64, you have to run an emulator, or you can't run on emulator. Oh, that's oh, that's so trash. Yeah. And there's okay. like a whole bunch of rules about like sleep breaks and stuff, which I, uh, I imagine don't know not I sleep breaking <laughs> that yeah. thing because as a relay with you know everyone has like their you know special specialized game, it takes. 45 to 50 hours. That is a lot of hours. Yeah. Yeah. So doing that solo with games that you may not be too familiar with takes a lot longer. I think Claire's is like 82 hours or something like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's at least like three days worth of sleep too. So add in four to eight hours there. Yeah. And I think their like Spyro and Crash games are kind of blind. Mm hmm. Honestly, Which, out well, of the ones to need to blind, that's probably yeah. the easier of them. Yeah, I was going to say, because... DK is like, a beast. I don't want to oh, do DK, ever. Yeah, I know Cookie, Cookie and I, we are uh, thinking about doing a co-op 1545 <laughs> between us two. Actually, did you guys get Schlong, sir? No, we didn't. Oh, man. So... I mean, I've talked about him a bunch, and he's kind of busy with his life. He just had a kid uh-huh. recently, like within the last year and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, but he, uh, he's the reason I started streaming on Twitch. He's a homie of mine in Japan, and he is a like an actually good Banjo Kazooie speedrunner, like less than oh, okay. uh, a sub ten. I think he has a two hundred nine, maybe a two hundred eight. Mm-hmm. And he also started doing all the other rareware games. So he's part of Voyage. That's why I'm part of Voyage is because he's part of Voyage. So okay. Although I feel like the connections are there enough in Small World Twitch that because I was part of the Sprash community, I probably would have maybe found Voyage anyway. But who knows? Mm-hmm. I love to yeah. see. I think this is the first time that Voyage has had a real wider spread community event. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the idea that Cookie and I had because there's just like so many, there's a lot of members of Team Voyage and yeah. I feel that we don't do a lot of like collaboration stuff and I know a lot of Voyage is speedrunners. Mm-hmm. So uh, Cookie and I discussed, we were like, hey, we should like do something to like, you know, have us communicate or like, you know, play games with each other or something. And we are like, let's do a 1545. Every, like people who want to join can show off their skills and, you know, just getting to know people, especially because a lot of, you know, like Spyro and Crash, they kind of stick We're to We're like cousins, community. yeah. 
yeah, Mario kind of sticks to theirs and like the rare rare kind of sticks to theirs. And we don't get a lot of like mixing between the communities. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, we just kind of wanted to take it as a way to, uh, you know, reach other, other communities and, you know, because there's a lot of cool people in these other communities that would be cool to get to know, uh, like get to know better. So I'll definitely be present and I imagine it goes pretty well. Uh, yeah, I, I guess just, I appreciate it. This is a, it's something that I've had almost minor gripes about, but it's just came and gone. Cause ultimately, you know, didn't matter too much, but like with voyage, especially it grew to be such a size that I didn't feel any real team aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And that almost like made it insignificant to my brain, but I like where the direction that you guys are pushing and somebody has to make that initiative. And I think a lot of people yeah. don't want to make that initiative. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine the the hassle of getting fifty hours worth of content organized and time managed. So, yeah, how's how's that been going for you? Maybe not the ideal thing to do for like my first time organizing something <laughs> like this. <laughs> I could have maybe started with like maybe getting like a Sprash Fecta relay or something mm-hmm. going that only lasts like twelve hours. Um, but um it's it's been going well uh i think the hardest part was scheduling it i know even just talking to my guests like dealing with time zones is such a hassle too it is yeah i made sure like on like the sign up sheet be like please convert it to central time and i will i will love you forever (laughs) (laughs) which um which everyone did and it helped out a lot i did have to make some uh scheduling changes which i think is like the harder part of it is like Mm -hmm. if someone you know if something comes up, because you know people have real lives, something lives? comes up. Huh. Yeah, not me. I'm free. I'm gonna be free <laughs> that entire weekend. And I don't. I don't do anything. Um, but yeah, people have stuff come up. People have work or you know family stuff or whatever just comes up, and I have to make changes. And with all these games being different times, um, I can't just like swap two people and yeah. have everything be super perfectly fine. If I move someone, it's gonna affect everyone else. I guess so the that's, crazy that's variable the too is like, what if you just have a really bad run? I feel like most people have a yeah. pretty good ballpark, but mm-hmm. it's not like this is also a like world record competitive like entry either. So yeah. like if someone's an hour late on their run or just in total, you have the five runs before you, they're all 15 minutes late. Like mm-hmm. the flexibility there is scary. Yeah. I, the way I did it is I took everyone's PB mm-hmm. and added like 10 to 15 minutes and put that as their estimate. Which seems so fair. It, it gives it a chance for, um, we could run ahead, but if something happens and we're kind of, it shouldn't vary all too much from what, like I have like a whole like updating schedule and everything that yeah. I still send out to everyone. Um, so I could put the, put their time in and it'll update the rest of the schedule. Um, just so people are aware, but um, I just kind of wanted to have that little like buffer, mm-hmm. just in case. Um, because running a no reset, like you can't expect people to PB to run it like PB. Oh pace yeah, no. For the run. So, um, but I think I think for like a lot of these games, like running within like ten to fifteen minutes of PB, um, is kind of like normal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not normal, but like for no reset and everything, it, it, it could be expected. It is one of those um, crazy phenomenons too. I think once you reach a certain level, it's a very rare day when you don't hit at least 
in the same ballpark. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then I like allotted like some time for like tech issues and stuff because I'm not going to be perfect on like the tech <laughs> side. Yeah. Uh, so I have to, uh, you know, figure out like if something goes wrong, I actually, um, because I got the idea f- for doing something like this from like, rem- do you remember the Scratch HD channel? Oh yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just seeing that and like how like uh, logic and logic organize all that kind of stuff. Logic put like, a lot hey, of work in there. Yeah. yeah Shout outs to the boy. Yeah. Um, which he was a podcast guest. Mm-hmm. Hey, before. yeah. Check it out. It's not yeah, on you this YouTube it. channel, but it's a, <laughs> it's a great audio channel. And man, actually, I almost think I might need a, a follow up because back then his main focus was 117. So we've gone through the whole thing yeah. of Kina, his Kina arc. The the mm-hmm. Sprash arc, the I mean now back to Kingdom Hearts, which nobody would have expected. Yeah. He's, you know, killing it mm-hmm. wherever he goes. <laughs> Always. Hate that yeah. guy so much. Oh my <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, just that Sprash HD channel is like what gave me kind of the motivation to do something like this. It's um, it's crazy because I think there is a void for things like this, mm-hmm. but because it's kind of high effort not many people yeah. step up to do it right mm-hmm. but yeah so I'm, I'm where can people find this well. by the way where like if i want to watch this i listen to this as i do every new after the split episode that comes out I'm like oh that sounds really yeah. interesting yeah so it's gonna happen on my it's gonna be hosted on my twitch channel let's uh, go hammerhead labs um yeah it'll be hosted the entire time the whole you know 45 to 50 hours um i'm gonna be on it commentating for most of it we're gonna have cookie on cookie navel uh also another podcast guest um do i know how to pick him or what (laughs) (laughs) um he's gonna be hosting uh we're gonna be on it like either together he's gonna pick up the parts where i'm sleeping because i'm not being awake for that entire time (laughs) and cookie's (laughs) a robot he doesn't sleep (laughs) um and then we're gonna try to have people come in and out uh if they know the game, we're going to, if they could pop in the VC or if the runner wants to pop in the VC, um, you know, kind of explain what they're doing because there are some games where I have absolutely no idea what's going on. Oh, I didn't even think about this. Do you guys have organized like host slots to kind of just um, talk? And... I thought about it and I kind of made something for it, but I never followed through on it. Hey, that's tomorrow. This was so. a pretty short notice thing and like just getting yeah. it to be a thing is impressive enough. So yeah yeah so we're just going to kind of open it up to uh other members of team voyage if they want to pop in and kind of tell us what's going on in like the games because like i feel that most of the games i kind of have seen runs of and i kind of have a grasp of like what goes on um like i feel like mario 64 i could kind of explain what's going on yeah for brash games i fully understand but like and maybe like Kazooie, but like Tui, Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, I'd be uh, lost with Sunshine. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what is actually going on. But hopefully we can get some people come in to to explain or have the actual runner kind of explain what's going on. Now, I've talked about this with Nick V in the last episode, and I've seen it mm-hmm. a bit from you, but I think everybody when they've been on Twitch long enough, they kind of find their way separating from Oh, I go live, I do speedruns into 
just being kind of a content creator as a whole, is that something that you see yourself wanting to pursue a little bit? Or is it just not so much? I, I definitely want to. As much I love speedrunning. Um, it's you know been mainly what I've been doing like the past, I don't know, what year and a half I've been streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many other fun things to do out there. So many games I haven't played that I'd like to to stream. I have like some like goals, some sub goals that I've hit that I'm gonna play some games casually. But it is hard to break from speedrunning. Oh yeah, when's Hollow Knight? You you scam me. I I I, I need to do all like my marathon stuff first. You know I like that game. <laughs> yeah. You're scamming me. I still need to play. I need to play like Hollow Knight. I need to play Resident Evil. I need to play. Uh, Heroes Tale. That was like my 400 follower goal. Hey. No, <laughs> i'm gonna have another goal that i'm gonna ignore for six months <laughs> but um but yeah i definitely do want to get into it's hard to create content out of speedrunning i feel yeah for sure i mean besides like the well i anything making content i'm, I'm coming to realize because i'm almost fascinated with it it's so mm. hard like video editing storylines cl- but like yeah getting visual representation for your stories oh it's it's hard yeah i i feel that if you don't go into something thinking this is going to be content it's hard to make content out of that yeah for sure Mm -hmm. well is that why you're i guess some of the things that you've been doing has shifted like the snap like the maybe even this 1545 or um the snap thing was just like a fun thing because like I like mm. playing games with friends and um, I think it was just a, a fun idea to do. And, you know, I had fun with it. The chat had fun with it. And um, I don't I don't know if I'll like make content out of that. Um, like the 1545 was just kind of just like a. Like a passion thing. I, I wasn't going into it thinking like, oh, I want to like make content out of this. I yeah, wanna, yeah. I want to do it as. um an event to you know get people involved and you know show off speed running their games um but i i do want to start doing some stuff that i can turn into content because you know obviously as streamers we want to grow yeah um so i definitely need to like branch out um posting things on like youtube and like tiktok and stuff like that I have a, and I was telling you a little bit before we even started, but I like to pretty much stalk the people that I have on here before I have the show, just so I kind of get the general picture beforehand. And Mm -hmm. obviously I've known you for a lot longer anyway, and we've kind of done Mm -hmm. like we've talked about, you know, doing YouTube shorts and TikToks and stuff like that. And you've actually done it. Like, it's not, you know, the proficient thing, because it is still just a hobby, but yeah. I've gone as far as to make a TikTok account, but for some reason I have such an aversion mentally. I'm like, I don't want TikTok <laughs> content, even though I hear everybody like, it's a really good platform. Like, Zoomers. <laughs> I I feel that TikTok is good to get views because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff I post, it gets like a few hundred views. I get likes on it, whatever. It's hard to bring TikTok to Twitch. Mm, I guess it's, yeah. I feel YouTube is better for bringing people to to Twitch, but it's harder to get the eyes on your content. Yeah, and YouTube, oh, YouTube is a beast too. 
it is scary. I have been trying to edit my first Crash 3 run for like a, a year now. <laughs> Not a? Yeah. I just, it's just hard to find the motivation to edit like an eight hour long VOD. <laughs> I feel immensely guilty about this because I thought it is really good like as a piece of content I had a wonderful experience with it I think is one of my more fun streams and the reason why we had some Tito's at the beginning uh <laughs> Hammer and I did a blind race of the Wrath of Cortex which is like the the ginger stepchild of the Crash <laughs> series and it's just it's very different I won't say it's bad because I actually I think it's a decent game. It's just it doesn't have that same feeling as the original trilogy. And we got pretty demolished and it took us about 10 hours to finish the game. And so I saved the VOD. I've Demo opened it in Vegas. And, oh, and oh, yeah. Both, <laughs> both. I'm like, this is good. It's good content i think and also yeah. and i'm like i need to make this a video i made a cheesy thumbnail i did it all and it's been i mean two months and i haven't and i'm like oh i should do that but i'm like it's hard it is hard plus i know i'm gonna put in like eight hours worth of work or whatever and six people are gonna watch it i'm like that's demoralizing yeah. and yeah. not even watch yeah. it watch it they'll <laughs> click it and put like because they're homies yeah, especially because, like, we're just kind of you know, starting off video editing. Mm -hmm. It's hard. We're slow at it. We're bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> and, like, you know, in order to be good at something, you have to suck at something. And it's hard going through those growing pains of learning something. Mm -hmm. you know? mm. Now, I feel like this was kind of a long time ago, too. But while I was stalking you and looking at your TikTok stuff, uh, kind of this general ideology that was being expressed in one of them is like, Hey, I know a lot of people want to, you know, be prepped to try and grind for affiliate and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But something that you said, and I think it, it's true with anything you do. And it's crazy how much people don't think about this is, Hey, whatever you do at first is probably going to be bad, but just kind of yeah. keep <laughs> at it and you're going to improve over time. And I want to, mm -hmm. I want to imprint that in myself. So yeah, I think it's, it's wise. Yeah, the way like I thought about it is that like, you know, you want to grow on like the different platforms. Just while you're growing, just practice at your other stuff. Because mm -hmm. like, because like you're gonna you know be bad at streaming at first. You're gonna like not gonna talk a lot. I went back and watched my first ever like Spiral 120 run, and I was just like, "Hey, how's it going? <laughs> uh, hi, hi, thanks for stopping in. Oh man, this this level is hard. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if like. I grew on another platform and like got people to come over and like, that's what they saw. <laughs> and, and they're like, wow, this guy's like, mm, maybe not great. But if they come over and I'm like, you know, already like have, you know, a year and a half of experience streaming. And then like, I talk a lot more, even though I'm still not like a super big talker, but then it's a little, it's, I think it's a little more likely for them to, you know, stick around and stuff. Yeah. I think you're a fantastic streamer. I'll give you kudos. Oh, and thank you. <laughs> A, a good general rule that I try to follow, even though it's difficult, is be the content that you want to watch. Because, like, mm -hmm. obviously the idea is you want to make people want to be there sort of thing. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's all a work in progress. 
Yeah. Now, we we do it. We learn. We figure out what works, what doesn't. And mm-hmm. I know, like, when I stream, I don't want to create, like, you know, like a fake persona of myself. Yeah, I just that's cringe. Me. I just want to play my games and just, <laughs> you know, just have fun. I'm not going to have fun faking everything. Yeah. And, oh, God, you, again, the, with the burnout, I'm full circle. Yeah. It's, you would, yeah. you can't put on a fake persona like that that long. That'd be awful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think a lot of the people that I watch are just kind of like, people just streaming and just being themselves. And I dig that for sure. Yeah. And I think there's people appreciate the authenticity. I mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you see some of the bigger examples like gauge Deo. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. authentic and like, yeah. you either like it or you don't. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's really cool how like you have people like have like their, you know, on screen self. And then like, I've actually gone and like met some people that, you know, I met on Twitch mm-hmm. and it's like, they're like the same person, you know, they're maybe not, you know, as like, you know, energetic and stuff as they are on camera, but they're the same person. They're still right. just as like yeah. nice and everything. And, you know, just, you know, cool people to hang around. And I like that. I really appreciate that. And like, those are the kind of connections I want to, I want to make. All right. So Hammy, I definitely have to get these out here. We've been going for a while and I'm sure I could talk to you for a couple more hours, <laughs> but people do want to hear about your speed run a bit. So let's rapid fire them. Shall we? All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let me get some water. Which category right. do you think you've grinded the most? Grinded the most? Probably uh, Spyro Reignited to 100%. It's probably the one I've spent the most time in. And that's definitely um, not still... the first game you've run, right? That's like the fourth no. or something? Or at least um, category, I'll say? I think it was the second one I've ran. Oh, okay. I think I, I, think I, I, think I did 120, and then I moved on to Spyro 2. Um, because... Uh, I like to run completion categories. So I just kind of oh, wanted to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's one I have the most time in. Um, I think uh, Spyro 2, the original one, is creeping up there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I that is probably my favorite speedrun of all time. Just oh, because wow. Okay. It, it's, it's got that like perfect level of brokenness to it. To where you're still playing and it's very, very heavily movement-based. But you still get all the fun of like doing some glitches, going out of bounds, and stuff like that. Um, Something I think so. is very cool about the OGs two one hundred is that you get like the uh, I, uh, fireball ability. Yeah, you, you you pretty much do an any percent run at the very beginning. So you pretty much do glimmer one hundred percent, which is the first level. You skip into the first boss. You skip into the second boss. You skip into uh, Dragon Shores, which is the area that you get for beating the game. You get a permanent fireball ability, which makes you completely overpowered. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you into... get a cheat code while you do yeah. the entirety of the game, but it's yeah. not like broken, broken. Yeah. You skip into the final boss, beat the final boss, and then you do the entire game printers backwards until you get 100% which I think is very, very unique for a speed game. Because usually speed games, 100% runs, you like go level by level mm-hmm. and just kind of jump around until you get to the final boss and then you beat the final boss. And that's the end of the run. It does make it a little lackluster to end the run. 
Oh yeah, because you end in icy speedway. <laughs> a speedway level, you're just like, what are they called? Uh, uh parasail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just flying through rings. I only have to play with one hand and the run. Just, <laughs> but I think I think all the stuff before that makes up for it. Now, why is it you think you like completion categories? Because almost exclusively, you've just done completion categories. So. <laughs> Because I've done like some any percent runs of certain games, but the way I like to speedrun games is kind of how I would normally play it. Mm-hmm. Just but all fast. in one sit through, as yeah, compared to like a month. Just, yeah, just fast. Because like I, when I was growing up, because so like Spyro was like my favorite game growing up. If you ask me like at any point in my life, Spyro Two was like my favorite game of all time. Good taste. Uh, good taste. So. Uh, that was kind of like when I was in undergrad, that was like my summer project was I would just play through the first three games to their full completion. And it would take me like a week or something to do all three <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, and um, that's just kind of how I want to speed run is just completing game, just completing these games, how I would normally do it, just collecting everything because the satisfaction of just collecting gems. Also, I don't want to do math. <laughs> In in uh, Spyro, you have to do gem counts for. for oh, runs. true. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. I just want to run my funny little routes and collect <laughs> everything. I don't want to think about like, hmm, should I go back for that gem? <laughs> nah, <laughs> like nah. But when you when you if do you 100%, need to get it all, then yeah. yes. Yeah, if you do one hundred percent, then you have to you have to go back and get that gem, or be like, oh, I'll get that later, or something like that. But. <laughs> But yeah, that's just how I played games. I did that with Spyro. I did that with Crash. Crash less so, um, because I didn't. I really only played three growing up. Yeah, Crash three, and I don't think I ever hundred percent as a kid. I didn't hundred percent until like later in life, to like actually went back. I actually didn't even hundred percent Crash one until like a few months ago. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, oh. I had never played that game as a kid. Oh, OG's terrible for that because like if you die, you don't get the gym kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't think I did as a child either. Yeah, like five-year-old me would have never 100% in that mm-hmm. game. So since you only do these completion categories and you've got quite a diverse, well, speed history, what is the mm-hmm. longest uh, game that you've run? Longest game? Um, I think... Twalk is the longest. But that's <laughs> I was there. That, yeah, that, you go. were there. Uh, that's more probably because I was like very, very drunk and had yeah. never hundred six percent in that game before. Um, but I think that like the next longest ones is probably Galaxy One Twenty. Um, that takes me around like eight hours to do, and that one's actually long. Like world record is still like six plus hours, right? I think it's just under six. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a long game. Spyro 3 is very long. Um, and then, you know, obviously I have like my multi-game runs that I Which do. congrats like, on your PB in Spyro 3 yesterday, by oh, the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, lot, I had like a lot of like minute time losses. Just I forgot the end of level egg in Spooky Swamp and I had to go back for that. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, I know this is probably going to confuse the people who don't know Spyro, but <laughs> I like left out of icy, icy Peak, and usually when you leave out of Icy Peak, you have the guy there who takes you to the uh, to the vehicle that takes you to the boss level, and he just wasn't there. I'm like, where are you? <laughs> like, I had to look at the guidebook, I'm like, 
Uh, like I knew I was I knew I was missing an egg because I know when I get to the end of level in Icy Peak, I have 69 eggs. Nice. <laughs> but I only had 68. I'm like, I'm missing an egg. <laughs> Yikes. Um and usually I could just backtrack later in the game because you get like a warp ability to warp to any level. Um, but you have to get to the end of each level and get the end of level eight before you can move on to the next home world. And I was like, yep, I have to go back. <laughs> lost a minute. I lost almost two minutes to that. So I have a lot of time to improve. I thought this but... was kind of funny yesterday, by the way. And it's like so subtle, definitely dumb speedrunner humor. But Jumpy Love came in and I've noticed Jumpy <laughs> a long time ago. And uh -huh. Because he's run the most games out of any runner I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And he has decent times in quite a few of them. But I'm mm -hmm. talking easily like 20, 30, 40 different speed games. Yeah. And he comes into Hammer's chat, who's PB on speedrun.com is a 42109. If you convert that to seconds, that's 69 seconds. So 42069 is Hammy's, <laughs> was Hammy's PB. He's like, hey, yeah. you need to stop your run right now. <laughs> Which I found so legendary. And I just, I have so much respect for Jumpy because he's, uh, he's been putting a lot of waves in the, uh, the Spyro Crash Sprash run yeah. as a whole, like doing it mm -hmm. all in one sit through, which is crazy yeah. impressive. I think that's the only message you said that day. yeah that's all he said hey, too hey you have a 42069 stop this run right now you're not allowed to pb <laughs> and then and then leaves <laughs> oh but yeah he actually um watching him uh he has like a i was watching him do like smash practice and he has like a, a link down below to like a spreadsheet of like all of his pbs all of his smash practice and like a whole bunch of stuff i'm like hmm I want to do that because I'm a nerd and like, <laughs> <laughs> like making, uh, I like looking at data and stuff like that. So I may, I actually made like a whole spreadsheet of stuff of all my PBs, like keep track of like, you know, my, uh, some of my, like my Spyro one, two and three to see like what I could possibly get in like a three thirty seven and stuff like that. Which makes but, sense. Come from the, the guy who likes chemistry, you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm such a nerd when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> but I, one of the things I really want to do, so I've been tracking my PB since the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. I want to, at the end of the year, add up all of my time saves throughout all of my times and see how much time I oh, save. Oh, that would be really cool, actually. Yeah. I, I'm always fascinated by this, uh, this track data, too, actually. And I never keep track of it myself. And I've noticed that like when I've looked at different leaderboards, because speedrun.com is terrible for tracking that sort of thing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that's that's so fascinating. So good mm -hmm. on you for actually doing it. Yeah. Now, with this variety of games that you've played, by the way, mm -hmm. what is the worst run that you've done? Worst run that I've done? Uh, um... If you don't have one, that's yeah. like, oh, I didn't actually like this. And that's fine, too. Probably, probably Odyssey Any Percent. Oh, wow. The first one is um, the worst one. Yeah. So, you know, I played it back in, you know, 2017. I did a few runs of it. I stopped. And then, you know, I found Twitch recently. And then one of my friends, Kay, she uh, started running Odyssey Any Percent. And I'm like, hey, when you bought me, I'm going to come back and bop you back. So Ooh. she bopped me in that did and i'm like all back. right time to time to play odyssey i did two runs of it i'm like 
this is for me. I'm done. That's your, <laughs> that's yours. You yeah. can have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like out of the games that I currently run, run, I hate to say it because I know it's so popular. Don't hate on Twalk. Probably, Don't hate on Twalk. It's, it's probably, out of all the games I like actually run. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. It's probably Spiral 1 120. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's probably like controversial opinion. Um, but it's probably like my least favorite of like all the games I like actually run. Ooh, ooh, you ready ready to stir some things up? Stir it up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is better? Spyro and Crash OG or Spyro and Crash HD? Ooh, interesting. I feel that like the Spyro games are like I feel like they're so hard to compare. They're really hard to compare because you play them completely differently. Um, I, you know, it's obviously personal preference. I think I like the OG games better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Does that make the HD games bad, though? No, 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 no. Like, I think Reignited and NSC are really cool speed games. And I feel that, especially like Reigniter, like is very underappreciated. Um, because of like the uh, I think the platform that OG kind of has I think a lot of people tend to ignore Reignited but I think it's a really cool speed game and there's a lot of talented runners in that I found that to be a really odd thing too sorry to interrupt you but yeah Spyro Reignited I feel like is so good and like Mm -hmm. Spyro 1 especially very popular lots of people love it and they're they're almost entirely different games which Mm -hmm. is you know, fine. Yeah. But man, I, I think HDs is really good and almost nobody gives a shit about it. Especially two and three. Yeah. Like people people run Spyro One and Reignited. Um, but like two and three I think are completely ignored. Which, you know, I I think, you know, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I know there was like a three any surge in Reignited a while ago but it's kind of not really there anymore yeah it'll go through waves as do most things i feel yeah yeah i think the only i think the only one of the games or maybe two games where i feel that there is like one clear winner (laughs) for me at least Mm -hmm. is is. spyro 2 i think og is far better yeah just because of you know all like the glitches and like out of bounds double jump and everything that you get to do and break the game kind of gives you a little bit of everything for a platformer and i think nst1 is better than og1 i think that's terribly wrong i really i hate nst1 but og1 i think is sick i i i think only because the like and this alone ruins it for me the levels and stuff are set up so meticulously perfect and then they put in the HD's engine and like where you could previously just jump off a box and then you're meant to go to this platform and it feels very fluid. It feels nice. Mm-hmm. HD's like, if you do that, you're going to die. You have to hit the yeah. box, spin it because jumping slow and mm-hmm. then land next to it, spin so you extend your jump distance a little bit and then make the jump so that way you just don't die. And like, mm-hmm. it's not, nobody played this game. It's not polished. <laughs> Add like twice as much distance to your jumps and maybe it'll be good yeah <laughs> like jump off a crate specifically not the the standard jump because the standard jump yeah. works and yeah. you can get good at it and i'm sure if you get good at it you can enjoy it more 
but I never found it worth my time. Yeah, I like I still I, I still think OG Crash One is a sick game in general, but it's just especially starting out because I'm I still have only done like two runs of it, mm-hmm. um, so maybe it'll change in the future. Um, but it's just brutal. The brutalness sucks. Yeah, I will, that much I agree with you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't want to run it. It is. <laughs> it's very hard to get used to the movement because it it is kind of clunky because I think it was a launch title for. Yeah, it's definitely it's relic. I think it was ninety six. Yeah, so it is a little clunky at times. Um, the save system is like super dated, um, but I, I think probably once you get better at it, it becomes a lot less like frustrating. I think it's probably still frustrating. It's like all crash games are, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think, I think it might be, you know, that growing pains as I talked about earlier. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, Hammy, do you have any games you love to watch, but have no intention of picking up? Uh, there are a few, uh, crash Four. it's about time. Love watching it, but God, that I my brain is too small for that game. No, shout out to the boy reads. Like, yeah. Reads, Cookie, all those mm-hmm. like super talented runners. Like, I don't know how they do it. My brain does not work that way with the mask switching. Oh yeah, everything. Oof. Um, yeah, I think another cool game is like Final Fantasy games. Oh really? Yeah, I think those. I think the premise of speedruns of Final Fantasy games are like super super cool because it, like those games, it feels like a journey you're going on. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. I saw um, they recently actually did a cutscene remover, which takes off like yeah. several hours, at least for 10. Really? I don't know about the other uh, games, but yeah, yeah. 10 specifically went from like a 10 hour run to like a six hour run, which is really, I think anything over six starts to exponentially <laughs> get worse for uh-huh. like just mental wear. So like yeah. six hours is long. I don't desire <laughs> to do six hour runs, but it's much better than 10 hours. Yeah. But yeah, I I just think it's super cool and like the the improvisation that you have to do in Final Fantasy runs with like the RNG and like the fights and everything and the encounters. Oh, I think yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, which kind of like in a similar sense like Pokemon too. I think are mm-hmm. there's a lot of like thinking on the fly you have to do. I um, I definitely I come to learn and appreciate it because at first I'll say my initial thought towards like Pokemon and turn based games for speed runs is like. Eh. I yeah. I know that I'm a monkey. I like flashy movement. I'm like uh-huh. me go fast good. Yes. Uh-huh. But like <laughs> pre-planning, meticulous, like just thinking things out and stuff. Yeah. It has a lot of respect, but it's not something that I ever thought for myself. But I've grown yeah. to appreciate it for sure. Yeah. I feel like in like Pokemon, like I you in like our games that we run, it's like there's a strat. We don't do it, but there's like a backup for it mm-hmm. that we can do. And, you know, it's kind of like we know, like, kind of what could happen and how to prepare for that to where a Pokemon game, you could just get crit out of nowhere. And it's like <laughs> you lose. And... <laughs> Fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've uh, you've been trying those uh, like the Kaizo Ironmons recently, right? I have. Yeah. Have you been liking that? It's fun. Um I don't have the, you know, I don't have the experience going into it as like a, probably a lot of other people do with Pokemon. So I have to like look up a lot of information and stuff. 
but I think it's fun. Um, definitely uh, making a lot of mistakes um, that, you know, will come with time, but it is, you know, it's frustrating at times because you could just, I feel like the early game is just a lot of RNG. Um, and anyone who doesn't know Kaizo Ironmon, it's a Pokemon challenge where like all everything, all like the Pokemon are randomized um, based like the base stats, like the combined base stats is the same, but it could be distributed randomly. And all trainers have like a 50% level increase. So your first fight, you're fighting a level eight, it's a level five. Oof. So you can get stuck there. If you don't <laughs> roll like a really good mon, you just get stuck there. And you could be there for an hour without getting out of that first fight. And if you die, you reset. And um, I feel that once you get out of that early like RNG phase, it becomes a lot more skill-based and you have to, you know, make more decisions. And that's the part I'm trying to get better at is, you know, making these better decisions. Um, and that's just going to come with time, but it's, it's really, it's really fun when you get something going. And I feel like it's like a, I feel like you get a lot of content out of that. Oh, for sure. Just yeah. Because there's so much unexpected stuff that happens. It seems to feed that same like itch for a lot of people as speedrunning actually. Yeah. Just kind of the the nature of it is like it's going to be dynamic. It's I mean, the same routing and stuff like that, but you kind of have to adjust yeah. and also it's it's unforgiving, reset yeah. heavy, mm-hmm. but you just wait. You're like the god run is coming. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I saw someone beat it. I think just yesterday oh, on their twenty fourth attempt. Oh, <laughs> meanwhile, There's look at JoJo with his like nine hundred twenty fourth counter or something. There's people that are like on like attempt three thousand, four thousand that have been doing it for like months. They're throwing for content. Like I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. Just one person. It's just like a day. Well, maybe like two days, just because how long like a successful run takes. Could it could take like you know like twenty hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, just to be done with that in like two days when people have been doing it for like months and months mm-hmm. <laughs> is crazy. It's like you gotta you gotta feel like you know screw that guy like, <laughs> come on <laughs> like some that you did it but also like screw you i like i'm only on like attempt like you know 102 and <laughs> oh, are you really already at 102 that's nuts yeah i mean i've only done two streams of it so that's what i'm saying already at 102 yeah, yeah. now are there any future speed games that you are looking to pick up um window I... shopping perhaps yeah, so I did a run of like Tomb Raider 2013. I remember this, yeah. Probably, I don't know how long ago it was, probably like close to a year ago that I want, it it's, It was fun and I want to get better at it. It's mentally exhausting though. Oh. For some reason, like I think just like the having to like aim and shoot and stuff, mm-hmm. I think takes a lot more like brain power than just, you know, what I do is just running funny routes and just kind of <laughs> going along with that. But like I think the run was like three and a half hours and I was like more tired after that than like after I do like a Spyro three run. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like just mentally checked out and just like, um, but yeah, I started playing a hat in time recently. 
Very cool. Uh, one of hey, one of my it's friends. Odyssey without motion controls. Yeah, one of my friends uh, like convinced me to start playing it, and I started playing it. And you know, like the movement can be like really cool. Yeah, very solid game. I, I think once I beat the game, I might like I might try like some runs of it. Uh, I don't know what category I'd do yet. Maybe hundred and I don't know hundred and six percent. I think it is because of DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's too painful, then I guess I could just do any percent. <laughs> no garbage idea right here. One oh six uh-huh. trifecta. You do a hat in time one oh six into a twalk one oh six into a crash four one oh six. There is absolutely no way in hell I'm doing a crash four one oh six. But 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 what no about way. if you did? If I did, sick. But <laughs> <laughs> like I've barely just beaten crash four like just like 80 percent mm-hmm. i've tried going back for the gems like just getting like all all clear gems i'm just like i can't same i very proudly i hold last place on the all clear gem leaderboard <laughs> and i'm proud hey, of i it. got last place in any percent hey let's go <laughs> weird actually since i'm typically the any percent runner and you're typically the completion runner that's yeah huh, neat <laughs> yeah I, I think I hold last place in Crash 4 106 and Crash 2 100%. Hey! Yeah. Do you only do one um, run of that? I've done one run and it was during a Sprash Vecta. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. Which I think there's supposed to be another one coming up in July that I want to be a part of, but I haven't heard anything about it yet. But hopefully soon. Because I I love marathon games. Oh, like for sure. They're very runs. cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool just to be able to um, experience multiple things in one run. And I guess the reason why I like doing these like marathon runs, because like not a lot of people do them. Not a lot of people like to do like long multi-game runs. Well, I mean, anything you have to you're like obligated to just stay there for a long time. Plus any. (laughs) I mean, you're dealing with three times as likely for things that would normally cause a regular reset. So it's yeah, it's stressful. It's hard on your body, hard on the mind mm-hmm. if you're streaming it to like. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that kind of motivates me a little bit more <clears> than like. Not a lot of people want to do it, but like I want to do it. I want to be like, that's kind of how I want to like stand out is doing like very difficult things. Mm hmm. And whether that be very long runs or or like doing like these challenge runs and stuff, is that like I want to be like kind of someone who stands out and like you know kind of makes me unique, I guess. In yeah, a way. yeah. I'm realizing now what a perfect pairing you and Cookie doing this 1545 thing because <laughs> you are the two people I think of when I think of like completion crackheads. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So. Cookie and I are like two peas in a pod uh-huh. in that aspect. <laughs> two crack rocks in a pipe, sure. Yeah. We we want to do a co-op 1545. Oh, I could see it. But like no one wants to do the rare rare games. <laughs> in 64 rare like, games were rough. Yeah. Cookie Cookie, like, he was like, I'll do Mario, I'll do Crash, you do Spyro and Rare Rare. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is Definitely one of the longer episodes. I'm going <laughs> to let's hit our PMC trilogies uh, 
his idea, something I really liked. I started last episode, kind of keeping his legacy alive, and also just it was something that I really liked. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. a recurring bit, ask my guest right now to leave a question for the next guest. So in a second, let's see whatever question you have. But this week, your question is: What is one trick in a game that you just don't really like, or you can't seem to get consistently? Uh, Perhaps where hmm. everyone else like, oh, you just do this and it's free. Yeah, I mean, like one of the things that like first comes to mind is gulp skip in Spyro 2. Oh, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Gulp skip seems awful. Yeah, it's... It feel like there's a way to get it consistent, but it feels just like so much RNG. Mm-hmm. And also like the way you do it is like, really super weird because you have to go behind you have to like climb the castle like out of bounds and go in backwards to like this breakable wall and like fall into this breakable wall and like clip through that wall but it's just like it feels just like so precise and it's just frustrating when you can't get it luckily it's at the very beginning of the run and not at the very end because it feels at the very end i hate that it's still like like, nine minutes in which is crazy frustrating to me but you know compared to an hour in that's nice yeah that was like the one of the biggest like roadblocks for me to actually running spyro 2 and is learning climb skip and gulp skip Mm -hmm. so i will say you do kill climb skip now oh thank you yeah it does take me like a couple tries sometimes but it is a a little more consistent and um, I can usually do gulp skip without game over <laughs> now. And do yeah, you have, also, yeah, what's up? What up? Oh, I was going to say also, um, one thing that I like am scared to learn is like credit skip in Spyro one. Oh really? Yeah. I just do, I just do like the disc opening thing. Poverty. Yeah. The poverty skip <laughs> and just skip the credits. Because, like, actual credit skip seems, like, not fun. Because that's something at the very end of the run. <laughs> it's so cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It is really cool to look at. But when you're actually running it, and if you're, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 30 seconds ahead. Oh, like, yeah, to risk yeah, that much time. Yeah. True. Because it's at least a minute if you fail it. And um, it's easy to push button. And- <laughs> <laughs> like, you lose a minute and a half two credit skip by doing that but you save like a minute and a half over watching the credits yeah. by doing that um it's definitely that high risk high reward yeah and like the biggest risk you have with like the opening the disc tray is crashing the game which hasn't happened to me yet fingers crossed knock on <laughs> everything yeah mm-hmm. now do you have a question for our next guest which may or not be bleep here dylan j fox <laughs> all right can i ask a speed running question and a non-speed running question yeah go ahead send it all right my speed running question is are there any like games or like strategies that you just don't understand at all you can watch so many videos on it that you just do not understand how like how anything works and like for me that'd be like anything ocarina of time related (laughs) anything i have no idea how that game works yeah people doing like the what are the the 
ram manipulation. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're backflipping <laughs> through walls and then they beat up Ganon with a stick. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's my first question. Uh, my non-speed running uh, related question is, uh, is a calzone a ravioli? Is calzone a ravioli? Yes. Oh. And to me it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It's... It's a starchy thing with stuff in it. It's a ravioli. But but big and not soft. Who said there was a size limit on ravioli? I guess that's true. You know what? <laughs> and they're both Italian. I, I You know what yeah. I mean. Calzone's a ravioli. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. But would you... Yeah, you know what? You'd also just pour sauce on top of it. I'm in. Yeah. Also, I love when Shinji just jumps on the back of your chair what's up yeah he just all the time you got a question buddy you you got a question for him no silent as usual oh it's a secret oh oh he says we've been going about two hours and he wants to go outside so (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for your time i definitely enjoyed it having me and yes good luck with your 1545 i will definitely be peeping in and where can the people find you uh at twitch.tv slash hammerhead labs do a point Uh, above your uh left nipple there we go perfect (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah um i pretty much play spyro most like 75 percent of the time i'll be playing spyro um if not it'll probably be crash or pokemon (laughs) But yeah, if you love completion, you love a variety of speedruns, you love Sprash, or just in general, a nice homie to hang out with, check out Hammerhead Labs. He's also doing YouTube, a little bit of the talk, definitely on Twitch. Be sure to check him out. I'll put all the links in the description of the YouTube video below here. And if you're an audio listener, just do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Take care, man. Wait, I have one question for you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I didn't prepare you for this, but uh, oh, one shit. for the road. Roadie? All right, brother <laughs> man. All right. You pouring a glass or are you... A, I'm just drinking. A, a hammer chugger? Yeah. All hammer right. 89 chug. All right. Let's go. Cheers on a, on a good podcast. Good podcast, yeah. Good podcast. Yeah. Mm.